0: You are locked into Locked On Badgers on a Thursday. This is the show that brings you all things Wisconsin basketball and football. My name is Asher Lowe, joined by Ben Kenny on this Thursday afternoon as we talk Wisconsin football, the transfer portal heating up a little bit, and get into Wisconsin basketball and changing expectations for a Badger team that is on fire. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts Apple, Google, Spotify. You can also find us on Twitter at Locked On Badgers. Make sure you subscribe on Apple and follow on Spotify so you never miss a Locked On Badgers episode. Also drop a review if you can on Apple to tell us what you like about the show. Ben, we're starting with a name that you threw out on Twitter this morning, a name that just entered the transfer portal and a name we've talked about a lot on this show, not in this context, but a lot in terms of his career at Nebraska, his Big Ten play, and how much we honestly enjoyed watching him this past season, even though he did have some key mistakes late in games that cost his team some games. But Ben, Ben, Adrian Martinez, is out there.
1: Yeah, he entered the transfer portal today, officially. Therefore, he has one season of eligibility left. People wondered whether he would use it at Nebraska or whether he would move on in general or if he would enter the transfer portal. And the latter uh, ended up being the outcome. But I I tweeted this, and there's a lot of angst on both sides either way. I want Wisconsin to go after Martinez. I I don't think there's any reason – They shouldn't try to make a run. The only, the one thing you could put out there, which would take all this argument away is why would he come to Wisconsin or why would this work out? And it, it's an argument that makes sense, but it doesn't really apply to the argument of why he actually, like why getting him would be a really big move for the program. So I I guess I'll say all of this with the caveat of, yeah, I don't actually think he would come to Wisconsin, but it's part of a larger argument of how the Badgers have to adapt. But I, 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 I think they have to go after Adrian Martinez. No matter how much you hate him, no matter how much you hate the last name being a quarterback in Nebraska, I, this is one of those difference maker guys that would help this program.
0: You know what's so funny about the tweet that you put out saying Wisconsin should make a run at Adrian Martinez? The replies were, I'd say, more negative than positive. But of the negative and positive replies, essentially everybody that commented was either like, this is the savior of the program, this is an amazing idea, or this is the worst idea I've ever heard in the history of Wisconsin football. There's no in-between when you bring up Adrian Martinez's name.
1: Yeah, which I, it's the same thing as Nebraska football and maybe basketball this year. Did you see how they lost last night? I
0: did. It's either Four overtimes to NC State. Should have won the game in second overtime. Should have won the game in the third overtime. Ended up losing in four overtimes to the Wolfpack.
1: Yeah, they should start just going for two once they reach three overtimes like football. But it, it's like Nebraska athletics. It's either you're realistic and you understand. I'll talk about the football team. I'm not going to talk about the basketball team. But you understand that they had a good team. Or you look at the fact, as a, yeah, but they're three and nine. Both things are kind of true. And it's probably somewhere in the middle. But that's, that's what it is. I feel like Nebraska is just a polarizing topic these days.
0: So when you're talking about Adrian Martinez, what is the larger argument you're trying to make
1: beyond Martinez or him coming to Wisconsin in general? So I spent a good amount of time on this yesterday when I, when I filled in 4 to 6 p.m. on the zone here. Wisconsin needs to adapt, and, and they are in a way. They have been recently, but they have to adapt to the times of college football. How are they going to find success in the future? They have to attack the transfer portal, as, as all programs do. But as we saw with Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly, Loy- loyalty does not exist in the sport, and it is increasingly a sport revolved around the transfer portal movement and guys packing up and going somewhere where they could play or where they can find success, which Wisconsin's model forever is a program that's based around loyalty and guys staying for four years, improving throughout their time and it being a developmental place. So adapting with the times for Wisconsin it does not mean revolutionizing anything they do. As I've said, that's how you lose your identity. That's how you go in the tank, but it is utilizing the factors and being proactive with them in order to better your team and and better your program. They did it with Ches Malusi. I think that was a really good example of them picking up a guy and him helping on the field and it clearly benefiting the team. Now the quarterback position is a lot more interesting. And I, they obviously went and got Russell Wilson years ago, but that was before the portal was as crazy as it is now. I mean, you look at the quarterbacks in the transfer portal, it's like a, a almost a who's who of, of the guys that are good in college right now. Uh, I guess I'll include Caleb Williams from Oklahoma, because so he'll probably go in. But I, I really think moving forward, they have to adapt to the times and the nature of the sport and start, especially, I mean, we talked about it. They should go after a quarterback to compete with Mertz. But it's an overall argument of them standing pat, not really doing much in the transfer portal. is just going to put them behind the eight ball. Michigan State went ten and two this year because their team was I, it was patched up by transfer portal guys. They were sub five hundred. Mel Tucker's first year, then they go to the portal. Now they're ten and two and they're on the up. So I, them falling behind the eight ball is just something that can't happen. And then Martinez just falls into and doesn't fall into their lap because he probably won't come here. But he he falls into the portal. I I think it's a perfect fit.
0: Ben, the holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky, but. For certain people, there's no better gift than a bacon-wrapped filet mignon, chicken breast, steaks, burgers. The one place to get all those things, omahasteaks.com. If you go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter the word college into the search bar, you can order the perfect gift package. And it comes with 24 entrees like that world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon, chicken breasts, sides. You get an additional eight Omaha steak burgers free with your order. You've heard all the reports about shortages, shipping delays, all that stuff. Don't wait. Order it right now so you'll get it on time for sure. Eight free burgers when entering the code college at OmahaSteaks.com. Incredible flavor. Incredible value. 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com. Keyword is college. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy You can wrap up football before we get into it, but I do want to get into the expectations changing for this team, a team that came into this season with no expectations. We'll talk about that in
1: a sec, but first. I want to touch on what Martinez would bring, because I I think some of the notion around his game out there is false and is fit with Wisconsin, which I think would be a perfect one. Now we've talked about bringing in a guy to compete with Mertz and to push him, maybe win the job, but if the guy they bring in doesn't win the job, it tells you Mertz is taking steps forward. We know Martinez is athletic. We know he uh, has a lot of experience. We know he's a strong arm. He brings an extra dimension to the offense, Asher, that I think you would put in with Braylon Allen in a backfield. They can run the same offense. But people uh, defenses have to be realistic about his ability to scramble, to extend plays, to uh, not be a statue back there. And I don't want to call Jack Cohn, Hornerbrook, Merch statues because they're not Spencer Petras level, but still they're not athletic quarterbacks that scramble a lot. So him bringing that, I think brings an extra dimension. And then people bring up the turnovers, right? He, he throws all these interceptions. Uh, he fumbles the ball. I, him coming here, I think it would be a perfect fit for him because he doesn't have to play hero ball. He doesn't have to be the Superman to save the team. I mean, a lot of the times he was throwing a lot of picks It's because he throw the ball 35 times, 30 times every game. And that just won't happen here, I, especially when your offense is successful. So from a Wisconsin perspective, it, it adds a very stable passing attack and nature of the offense that isn't just running. And then uh, from his perspective, he's surrounded by what figures to be a really good line. He has Braylon Allen, doesn't have to be Superman. And we've seen an instance where a quarterback of similar mold comes to Wisconsin in the past and then goes on uh, to the NFL. So I, it just seems like a perfect fit for both sides.
0: I'm not even going to really go far enough to entertain what you're about to say. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm I'm not, not comparing
1: that. him to Russell Wilson. Okay. I They have a similar playing type, just one's at a completely yeah, different level of guess. playing. But the, the comp is there in terms of just how they play and their strength. So either I it, – it's a win-win, I think. Either merch is better and beats him out, which then would tell you merch has taken steps forward, or Martinez wins – and he's stable at the position. I think it's the thing that gives Wisconsin a legitimate shot at a Big Ten title.
0: Ben, on the dual threat ability thing, I've talked about that a lot. I think I talked about that a few weeks back when Wisconsin was struggling a little bit. We were talking about what they need to do this offseason, what they need to change. That's something I've always wanted to see with this offense, because of all the pieces you have around a quarterback in the Wisconsin system, you feel like those pieces would perfectly fit with the guy that could run the football. You have a running game that is always dangerous. You have an offensive line that is almost always really, really good and one of the best units in the country. And you don't want to pass the ball a ton. That's not exactly how you're set up. And you want long possessions. You want to elongate the game. You want to uh, create some confusion in terms of – imagine having your quarterback be able to pull it out of Braylon Allen's hands and take that ball right. for 15, 20 yards. That's a magical thing to think about. And, man, would, I, would, I, would it work? I totally agree that that, that element – of Martinez, of whoever, of a dual threat QB would work really well in Wisconsin's system.
1: I mean, look at what he did against the Wisconsin defense this year. And he he didn't run that much himself. He had some good runs, but a lot of the success was he extended the plays, he moved the pocket, and then the defense was off schedule. That's how they're able to beat those really talented defenses if they have a guy at quarterback like him. So I've talked myself into it. I just don't – the reason they wouldn't go after him – is because Mertz is their guy and they're sticking with him, which I'm fine with. I still want them to go get a transfer portal quarterback to compete with Mertz. And if you're going to do that, I don't see any reason why it shouldn't be Martinez.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, the number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKED ON to receive that bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available in the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, where the game starts. Let's talk a little basketball, Ben, as we close out this Thursday episode. Wisconsin came into this year and I had them ranked, I believe, 10th. And I'll do some updated Big Ten Power Rankings pretty soon over at Badgers Wire. But I want to say I had them ranked 10th in our primary uh, power rankings, our first edition. I think you did. They have exceeded everybody's expectations, not just mine. Basically, everyone had them around that 8th to 12th. I I saw that range. I saw the highest was 8th, the lowest was 12th, and I had them right in the middle at 10th coming into the year in the Big Ten Conference. All of a sudden, they're ranked number 23 in the country. They're 6-1. and They won their first true road game of the season – not their first win, like their first game in general on the road, and they won it. They won three games in three days in Las Vegas to take the Maui Invitational. And they are getting ready for Big Ten play, and all of a sudden on fire. Are expectations changing? I think the answer is yes. I think all of a sudden, we're seeing a team that we expect to be in the NCAA tournament. And I'm talking three weeks ago, I would have said to you, no, this team is not making – the NCAA tournament, I think they can be on the bubble. I don't think they'll get in. All of a sudden, as Big Ten play begins, and it begins soon, December 8th, Indiana at Wisconsin. Then December 11th, Wisconsin at Ohio State. Two very tough games to begin Big Ten play. I mean, they're they're really all tough. Because uh, guess, guess what Wisconsin gets when they restart Big Ten play a few weeks later? At Purdue on January 3rd. Beautiful. The so team that looks like the best team in the country and will be That's the number one boss. team in the country. Will be the number one team in the country at the end of this week. But expectations have changed. I'm firmly on the train that Wisconsin has to make the NCAA tournament and will make the NCAA tournament now, uh, because of what they've looked like for the first few weeks.
1: Well, they're also tied for first in the Big Ten right now. Everyone's O. Uh great great insight there. Phenomenal insight. I, if we're talking about where they're at. I, I, I do think expectations have changed and they've risen. I making the big ten, I'm making the NCAA. I saw with you. As a win, entering the season, if they make the tournament, the season is somewhat of a win. But I, I, you said you think they have to. I wouldn't go that far because I still think when conference play starts and they are playing tough, tough road games against the Big Ten's best teams, and just how loaded the conference is, especially at the big man. And I, big men will still give this team some trouble. I don't think half. I don't think they have to make the NCAA tournament. I do think my expectations have changed where I'm confident they will, but, but I wouldn't say if they miss it that the season was a failure, even after this start. I Because this start, I think, more points towards the new era of Wisconsin basketball starting off well. I, I'm just trying to be realistic when they go up against the Zach Eadies and the Hunter Dickinsons, the Trace Jackson Davis, the Kofi Coburns. I, I still think they'll have fits with them, and it's still a tough matchup.
0: They're not going to contend in the Big Ten to win it, but – all they have to do is really finish eighth, probably maybe even ninth. Their non-conference wins are really good. Houston, neutral site. St. Mary's, neutral site at Georgia Tech. And the Texas a and Georgia M- Tech's win. a good team. Yeah, they are. The Texas AM and win isn't going to look Or they have a good late. player. Yeah, they have DeVoe. But their non-conference wins are so good, Ben, that they really just have to tread water in the Big Ten. And they'll be in pretty safely. I mean, just beat the teams you should beat. That's really it. Like, if they take care of your Penn States, your Nebraskas, your Northwesterns, Wisconsin's going to be in the NCAA tournament.
1: Uh, Is that what the math adds up to? Your Minnesotas. You think that's what the math adds up to? Because remember last year, I and this is a question more than a statement, but last year the team had that stretch at the end of the year when they lost like seven straight ranked games. Down the stretch of the year, they were playing all the Big Ten's best teams and they couldn't beat them. Um, and then they, they still ended up making the tournament. But do you think if this team goes on a run like that against, say, the top four in the Big Ten and can't win those games, you think they're still in?
0: Totally, yeah. Okay. 100%. Well, then if you put it that way, need, then I'm with you. I don't think they need to beat anybody they shouldn't beat. Like, take care of Iowa at home, for example. Like That's a game you got to right. win. Take care of Minnesota at home and on the road. And make sure you take care of the Northwesterns of the world. You don't have to beat Purdue. You don't have to beat Michigan State on the road. You don't have to go to uh, Ohio State in the second game of the conference season and win that one. Like, Indiana at Wisconsin, that home game on December 8th, that's a pretty important game. Like that, that's one of those games where I think you're a 50-50. You don't need it, but you'd really like to have it. Because that, that Indiana team, I think, is going to be a tournament team when it's all said and done as well. Although – Like, look at Indiana and look at Wisconsin. Their non-conference resume is coming into Big Ten play. Wisconsin's is far and away, like not even close better. And I think that's where I'm coming from. Like, of these mid-tier teams, Wisconsin has a lot more non-conference impressiveness on their resume already, and that's why they really just have to be fine. Like, two games under 500 in the Big Ten, and they'll get in.
1: Yeah, and we know that they always steal one of those home games against great teams every year
0: one they shouldn't they'll drop one they shouldn't it's gonna happen no but
1: they'll steal one they shouldn't either right i'm saying even even in wisconsin's down years they'll upset a michigan state at home exactly
0: exactly i remember that purdue game freshman year when wisconsin was nowhere near a tournament team they beat a really damn good purdue team that year but i think we agree as teams on the rise ncaa tournament is a very, very, very likely possibility, and that's something I wouldn't have said three weeks ago. It's fun to be saying that. This team is fun. You heard Greg Gard in the locker room right after the game. You guys are fun to coach. I couldn't agree more watching them. They are fun
1: to watch. As always, I really, I really hope they destroy Marquette on Saturday.
0: So do I. The New Jerseys, the rivalry game, I can't wait. As always, on Wisconsin, we will definitely talk Wisconsin basketball on Monday after a huge one against Marquette on Saturday.